with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Chat with other LinkedIn gurus and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. LinkedIn, and there's a lot of news breaking today. There is a lot of news, and you know, there was a big concern a while back about hacking. Remember that? Yeah, when LinkedIn got hacked. Yeah, and this broke out a, a couple weeks ago. They came to a conclusion. What'd they say? Well, you know, it, it, there, there's no smoke there. There's no smoke. Where there's no smoke, there's no fire. You know, there, there was a little bit of a, a little bit of puff, but not a bunch of smoke, because this has happened everywhere. Right. And, and what they got was the passwords. Well, they actually got the the ha- the um, protected passwords. They Prote- couldn't see them. They had to hack the passwords yeah. after they got them. Yeah. The encrypted passwords, not the accounts that they go with either, by the way. Gee, right. You know, uh, you know, having like the key and not the lock, you know, does not help you. Oh, I've you got know, a lot of keys door. without locks and they just sit on the counter in the drawer. Which one is this for? Which one is this yeah. for? And ends up, it's kind of, nothing is going to happen. There was a lawsuit that happened in California and it kind of got thrown out. So um, I think that you can trust LinkedIn with with your data more than you can trust other people. I just don't trust the other the others as much. There, I don't either. You know, it, and the interesting thing is, LinkedIn had great, um, pretty good, you know, um, protections in place anyway, and then they stepped it up a notch on top of it after this happened. So it just, you know, was a, a red flag that came up. And that's kind of what they decided. Uh, the courts did that. You know. Good policies were followed here, and that, and you can't fault them because you'd have to fault every other company that seems like they're getting hacked into. Now, there's no credit cards or like these other places that are right. no personal real information, just a, uh, an encrypted password. Okay, now, that's, so that's here, here's else. a benefit. When somebody gets hacked, they usually send you this, hey, you can protect your credit for a year for free on us, right? So I've, I even got a letter in a couple weeks ago from 
from uh, a company that said, hey, our accounts have been, you know, been hacked to the talk fusion company, which I'm not even a member of. I'm not a client of. I, I don't ever remember signing up for anything for them, but evidently I'd gotten emails from them and stuff at one time and they've been hacked and they offered me free credit um, repair or protection for, for a year. I, know, I think I've got protection for like 5, 10, 15 years now built up with all those different things that have happened. So, hey, we've got an interesting guest on the show today. We sure do. Robert Schindel is on today. Yes. We're going to learn about interns and the things that we are going to learn here are going to really help our audience because there's yes. a lot of misconceptions with big consequences. Absolutely. And there's a great opportunity for interns. You know, Intern Bridge is an interesting um, company that really helps interns bridge the gap from education to employment. And it also helps the employers bridge that gap, reaching back to the interns as well. well we spoke at University of Minnesota, remember, to the right. marketing folks a couple weeks ago. The Student Ad Summit. Yeah, the Student Ad Summit. And they were all about getting that internship. Find a place to mm -hmm. get in to, to you know, get your network built. Because right. once you're in in an internship, network building mode right. happens really exactly. quickly. That's right? first and foremost. And second is to make, learn skills. Make friends and get recommendations because you'll have recommendations oh. in the intern world yeah, recommendations from your employer that carry forward to the next employer. So, and then you learn skills. You take have the opportunity to take what you've learned and put it into practice. And then possibility of a job that that employer that you get an internship might hire you. And, yeah. and a lot of the people who were there who were presenting at Student Ad Summit were people who were recently out of school that just went through that whole process themselves within the last few years. Yeah, those two gals who spoke to, to the group there, us, yeah. you know, two years out of college, giving them, wow killer advice yeah. we changed our our presentation a little bit yeah. after them because yeah. uh, you know they covered something so well it let us go into some new areas that we wouldn't have had time to exactly they um, were spot on too yeah. and people people have expected you know five years ago people expected you know oh this kid's young they'll get social media i'm going to put him in charge of my social media like you would give a kid a bullhorn when there's a crisis at your company and put them out in front of the news i don't think so but the kids coming out now have got a much better advantage. They're actually teaching social media in schools now. And, and still, not all the kids are tech savvy, and, but they, they need that business experience. So, you know, it's, it's getting a little bit easier. You know, those folks were in a pretty darn good program where they're learning actual classes on LinkedIn and blogging and all of these things. Right. Right in school. That's different than what we saw in the past where um, yes. interns were coming in and folks with, with you know, Facebook uh, uh, status sharing skills. Yeah, right. I know how to share on Facebook. Well, I think anybody could probably figure out how to share on Facebook. How to share a well, picture. Those aren't the skills that they're being <laughs> asked to do when they get on the job. But right. these folks, um, these kids uh, are getting well, it. I, 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 don't, I don't think that the folks we met were like only five smart ones well, in the right. group. And now the, the kids ones. we met you know, a couple weeks ago, they were marketing and advertising students as well. So they do have a little bit more of an advantage than somebody who's an engineering student or something i got linkedin invitations from all the folks that were at the table where we exchanged cards yeah, every single yeah. one of them and it was a custom I invitation that did a, did a nice thing so, i did too yeah I so hey we, we, we love in, we love interns we love because students. we love a bright young mind that hasn't been cluttered with all of these fixed data points things right. are still fluid in their minds yeah 
And, you know, the kids that we've been advising since then that are doing the InstaShare Pro, we gave them some good advice because, you know, the kids, they they came to our event afterwards. They, um, they, they had the InstaShare program on the computer. So the people at our event were taking pictures. They were printing them off. It was a really nice enhancement to our event. But I went to find them online after the event, and I typed in InstaShare.com. And I couldn't find them. So I emailed Michael and I said, hey, dude, I can't find you online. He said, oh, it's InstaShare Pro. And I said, ah, so you've got to you've got to keep your messaging consistent. Then every time you talk to people, you're not InstaShare, you're InstaShare Pro. Always say those words together because that's where they're going to find you online. So we've been able to have some good relationships with these guys. And, and um, they've helped us. We've helped them. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, so I'll paint that picture to our audience a little bit. So there's a networking event that has a hashtag associated with it. In our case, Rock the World. Rock the World here. So if you take a picture with your iPhone uh-huh. and tweet it, or any phone, anything right. for that Share matter, it not even have to be a phone necessarily, but <laughs> you get the idea that a tweet with a picture right. and the hashtag Rock the World, and lo and behold, over there at that table will be your picture with a nice frame around it and the logo and, and, and it's kind of like a like a Polaroid but better. Yeah, like a Polaroid with a with a footer and a mm-hmm. header and, and all the fancy our, stuff. Um, they put our logo on it. I sent them our logo ahead of time, they, and so they co-branded it. It was really nice. Get this for I'll share a techie thing with you. Okay, what? It's a die sub printer. You are getting too techy on me. Hey, it's time to go and thank our sponsors. And we're going to be right back with Robert Schindel of Intern Bridge. You're going to love this interview. Oh, yeah. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. If you're like most digital marketers, you've probably got conversion rate optimization at the top of your list of priorities for 2013. Conversion rate optimization is one of the most effective ways to increase revenue and grow profits. You can master your website conversion optimization skills at Conversion Conference San Francisco 2013. Conversion Conference San Francisco 2013 is the only digital marketing conference entirely focused on getting more web visitors through your conversion funnel. Learn how to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers. Conversion Conference San Francisco 2013, April 15th to the 17th, is quickly selling out. Register with discount code WMFM for $100 off your registration. Sign up today for Conversion Conference San Francisco 2013 at ConversionConference.com. That's ConversionConference.com. 
Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. Aim clear. The agency brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm. Michael, Michael, Mike O'Neill. Join me and Robert as we enjoy REM and all REM. that they could be. What does right, REM Robert? stand for? It doesn't stand for anything. <laughs> and of course, and our guest. Actually, guests- in, an, in an interview with Michael Stipe a couple of years ago, they asked him that question, the lead singer of REM, and he said it was. Uh, they, they chose those three letters because uh, one of the, the – um, Peter Buck was taking a psychology class, and he said that the letters R-E-M would be really big on a poster board. That's funny. Oh, it doesn't, have, doesn't come from random eye movement? That's from the psychology class that uh, Peter Buck was taking, but he just kind of threw it out there and said, hey, the letters R-E-M will fit really nicely on this poster board, and it will be really big. That's really funny. It goes well with with the company NBI that made business products, nothing but initials. There, there you go. <laughs> well, Robert Robert Schindel, who is the CEO of Intern Bridge, welcome to Rock the World with LinkedIn. Hey, thanks so much for having me. It is a pleasure to visit with you guys, and I'm looking forward to it. Great. Well, we are, we are so aligned. We're aligned through music. We're aligned through business, and we're aligned through how we care about young minds, aren't we? Yes, we are. Very much so. Tell us what you're doing to help young minds and where you fit into that space. You, you do tremendous things, and I'd like to, I'd like to hear it from you. Sure. Well, you know, for the last uh, almost 20 years, I've been working in higher education with students uh, in helping them make the most important transition that one makes in their life, and that is from college to the world of work, through cooperative education, through internships, through helping students get their feet on in, firmly planted in the quote-unquote real world. And nice. we all know how difficult that can be, right? Right. Well, they people, I think students are never really in the real world. They're, we're just helping prepare them for it. Yeah, there's this buffer of four years that happens. Right? <laughs> After high school and before. Um, and they had, they had a transition happen maybe three years ago, didn't they? And now they've got another one coming up. Exactly. And this transition is – is really one that sets the student up for success in the rest of their life. And as a career service professional, as uh, in working in higher education for so many years, I really took it upon myself in the offices that I directed to uh, really take that seriously and help each student 
um, make that transition to the best of their ability, regardless of their what their major was or, or what direction that they wanted to go. But uh, upon leaving, working for colleges and universities, I found that uh, through Intern Bridge, the nation's premier uh, research and consulting firm in this area, uh, I've been really able to impact a much broader audience because now I'm able to not only work with my my friends and my colleagues in higher education, but I also get to survey tens of thousands of students every year about their internship and cooperative education experiences. And I get to share those responses with employers from nice. all over the country. Yeah. And sharing I, that information is helping bridge the gap, pardon the, 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 the pun on the name uh, of our company, but really bridging the gap between employers, students, and colleges and universities. And hey, we're all on the same team together. Right. We don't want the same thing. Yeah, I saw your I saw your um, information about the white paper in your LinkedIn summary, which kind of caught my attention because you said it's an annual survey. So how many years have you been doing it and what kind of trends have you seen over the last few years, especially, you know, coming into and out of the the economic crisis the way it's been? Well, we have, uh, we've been doing the survey in, uh, in, in different iterations since 2005. And it started off very small with, uh, with a survey in the, in the Boston area with about 10 universities and has grown. We now have over, uh, 250 college and universities that are participating on an annual basis. Uh, we have, uh, tw- you know, 27,000 respondents. Uh, from those schools. So we've got a, uh, and they come from private schools, small private schools, large state public institutions, two year, four year, you name the type of school that, uh, uh, that you would want to maybe dig in a little bit and do some research on it. And we could probably pull a nice, a nice healthy data set. So the, 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 uh, study itself, uh, has really evolved over time because we keep finding things that we want to ask students about. And uh, one of the big trends over the last year or so has been the concept of mentoring and our students developing and our employers developing a mentoring relationship with their students to help transition that student from being, for example, an intern or or a co-op to being a full-time employee. And that has been something that we've really kept our eyes on over the last year or so. That's interesting. I know a lot of larger employers, especially, will have a mentoring program. Um, in fact, one of our one of our clients does, and we spoke for their mentoring program students um, not too not too long ago. And it's it's really interesting that that kind of a relationship is one that honestly moves people in a direction toward their passions. Typically, you, you couldn't be more correct. And I think that that what we're able to provide companies is some. A statistical backbone to to validate what they're doing, and I, I think that 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 allows the company to say, "Hey, you know what? This is what students want, and this is this does have some benefits for the future." So you know, we're really able to uh, uh, to fill a need and to help companies not only uh, kind of show them the way, but we can also teach them how to develop those mentoring programs and those uh, and have a, a much more robust internship program to to help that transition. Nice, nice. So you're you're a graduate with a PhD, I might add, from Texas Tech University. Is, did that 
did that experience and, and I mean, when I look at your LinkedIn profile, you've got all kinds of experience on the employer and the student and the education side. But did that experience in particular lead toward the idea that was to become Intern Bridge? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, you know, I started working for Intern Bridge about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, um, the founder, Richard Botner, uh, who actually founded the uh, the company as a college student. So it's really got to meet um, the, the company itself has a very neat history. And, and I'll speak quickly about that. When Richard was a student at Babson College, he uh, did an internship, had miserable experience. And he went back to, to school and at the uh, end of the summer and his professor asked him, how was your internship? And Rich said it was the most miserable experience of his life. And his professor said, hey, why don't you survey some of your some of your classmates and see if they had similar experiences? And uh, that that initial survey in 2005 uh, actually has become the national internship and cooperative education study. Uh, so there was a real need because there was such a disconnect between what students' expectations and what their wants were and what employers were offering um, in the internship realm. So when I came to, to work for Intern Bridge about 18 months ago, um, it was to, to really drive um, drive the company forward and uh, develop some new learning opportunities, which we've done through our live programming at, on different college campuses. And uh, it's just been a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, Mike and I have a big passion for for students. We um, co-wrote the book or co-branded a book, Networking for Nerds, um, trying to introduce students to the idea of transitioning their social media experience from the classroom and and their friends to a more professional presence. And we look out in the audience, and one of them's out there wearing an ACDC T-shirt. You know, when you go like, <laughs> and you know, you're you're so right that the, the 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 world that has been created in colleges and universities, especially through social media, doesn't exactly transfer smoothly into the professional world. And and uh, we did a program a couple of weeks ago with uh, uh, Eric Stoller from Inside Higher Ed. Uh, called Digital Identity Management, and where we're helping um, college and university career center professionals, many of whom have 30 to anywhere between 25 and 40 years of experience, really understand what digital identity is and how they can better coach their students and how they can better help their students utilize their um, their social media presence mm-hmm. as they transition to the world of work. That, you know, the, on the work side, I, I hear so many employers say that, that you know, I'm going to get a student to do this. They understand social media. Um, but I, I know, you know, Mike, last time we had some kind of a major crisis, we didn't hand student a, a bullhorn and send them out in front of the press yeah. and say, handle go, this, go, handle go this crisis. Them. I know you're young. Yeah. You know, I mean, trust You'll me, be your fine. voice hasn't changed yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of scary because they they may know the technology, but they don't understand business and necessarily the marketing and how how it all should work and come together. Yeah. Frankly, here there's a there's a misguided principle that we see out there, and that is corporate America thinks that students graduating have certain skills and 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 best practices that they've figured out that they're going to bring to the company and make the whole company better. And in reality, they generally don't have those skills, and some of them are contrary to what the company would want to have happen anyway. Their version of tweeting and the corporate version of tweeting might be different. <laughs> might be. <laughs> That's a big might. Well, Robert, how do you... Um, you couldn't be more correct. You could not be more correct. How, how do you spend your time when you're not working? What do you love to do? What, what are you passionate about outside of your outside of your role? 
Oh, my family. I've got a wonderful three-year-old son. His name is Jack. He is uh, um, just a a cool – he's a cool kid. I like hanging out with him, and and him and and my wife and I just spend as much time as we can together Um, and just enjoying – you know, Austin and enjoying simple things and just trying to, to really step out of um, kind of the, the hustle. Hey, what what's there to do with your son in, in Austin? I have a son who's 14, and we're going to come to Austin, for example. Let's say you had a teenage son or so. You know, you might be our age. A lot of our audience have folk, have kids that are, you know, of, of age where you can do really fun things with them. What, what's so fun? Oh, just anything, anything revolving the university. Uh, the University of Texas at Austin has so much cool stuff. Everything from museums to, uh, obviously the sporting events. Um, but that, the whole, the whole campus vibe and feel, uh, anything athletic in Austin. It's a very outdoorsy kind of town. Uh, there's always people down on Town Lake. You can go, um, go boating and, you know, canoeing and, kayaking and all that outdoor stuff, nice. lots of great trails to hike and um, just uh, mountain biking if you're into that. There's a, there's a lot of great trails down around here. Wow. So, uh, yeah, just anything outdoors I think would be a lot of fun. Except in the summer. Except in, in July and August <laughs> you want to be by a pool and that's it. And that's when we were at the Bob Marley Festival last exactly. year. It was, it was in, last in that, July, I believe. In, in yeah. that period. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of sick, kind scary, of sad yeah. and scary. But Well, we, we're out of time, Robert. This has been a fascinating um, fascinating interview. Where can people learn more about Intern Bridge? You can visit us on our website, www.internbridge.com, and feel free to uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and also uh, my email address is robert at internbridge.com. Great. And your last name for Twitter handle, Robert Schindle, S-H-I-N-D-L-L. So there's no C in the name. I kept trying to typo it when I went back to find you again. Or you've also got a a company Twitter handle, at InternBridge. So check them out. Look them up on on LinkedIn. Tell them LinkedIn Rockstars said hello. And that's um, that's all the time we have. Welcome to our world, Robert. Today, but, hey, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It's been great. You're welcome. We're looking forward to, to working with you more closely to help students rock LinkedIn. So we'll be right back with our expert segment. For now, Brasco, take us away. Let's go thank our sponsors. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. 
Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Time now for another exciting episode of Face of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the <laughs> Algorithm. That ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the rankings fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with AnalyticsSEO.com. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We are back with Rock the World with LinkedIn, and I've got an expert segment you're going to love today. I've got Melissa Ruggles on the line with me today. Melissa, welcome to the radio show. Thank you for having me, Lori. Always happy to be here. You're welcome. You're a lot of fun. Um, So, guys, Melissa is a social media manager and on-air talent for Splash Media and Splash Media U, and she's the co-host for SMTV on Fridays at 1230 Central, which you can find on Splash Media's Facebook page. Um, So, Melissa, you've been doing a lot with Pinterest and having a lot of fun there. So, talk to me about, um, you know, I, I started taking blogs that I had um, where I guest posted blogs and creating a board on my Pinterest profile for my guest blog spots, but they all had a picture of me. Um, how, how, do we, how do we optimize a picture or the images on my blog for posting on Pinterest? You know, you have to think about the way Pinterest works. And, you know, when we post blogs here for our clients, a lot of times we'll use stock photography. And it doesn't necessarily indicate a lot about what the topic of the blog is, although the picture will be related to the topic. People, you know, if you pinned it into Pinterest, people might not necessarily know as they're scrolling through what that means or if they click through to the blog, what they're going to learn or get out of it. So you have to because all you have to go on is that picture and then whatever description is is put in below, you have to think differently about how to optimize blog pictures if you're using Pinterest as one of your distribution channels. And I got this idea actually just from using Pinterest as, as a user. I was scrolling through looking for fun crafts and ideas to do with my kids and I saw this picture and it was these two cute little girls holding up a blank sheet of paper and the mommy blogger who wrote the particular blog that that image would link all the way through to, 
um, had photoshopped on top of that piece of paper 101 indoor activities for kids. So I knew immediately scrolling through my feed there that if I clicked on that and went to the blog, I was going to be provided with 101 ideas of things to do with my kids. And that made me want to repin it versus if it was just some stock picture of kids playing inside, it may not have been compelling or pretty or interesting enough to me to repin. And I would have had no idea really what the blog was about because a lot of the time, honestly, I skip over what the captions are and don't necessarily read them. And when I'm going through, I'm just looking for pretty pictures, which I think is what a lot of people do on Pinterest. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm guilty of the same thing. So I started testing it with some of my clients uh, when, when choosing stock photography, finding photographs that had some kind of blank or white space, negative space there, and then just using, I mean, you can do it quickly in Photoshop or GIMP or even PowerPoint to just throw some words on top of that image that will tell people when they're scrolling through Pinterest that they're going to get 10 pro tips for optimizing a Facebook profile. And they'll know that that's what they're going to get when they click on that or repin it and share it. And and it really helped uh, to increase the number of likes and repins that the blog posts that, that I pinned into Pinterest for my clients were getting on a day-to-day basis. That is a great idea because, you know, we, we've we've done other things like a, um, our graphic designer, Andrew Cameron with Graphic Breeze, takes a lot of beautiful pictures and stuff. And I repin all his stuff um, on, on my Pinterest board because it's beautiful. But he also takes some of his photographs and creates quotes and uses, you know, puts the quotes over the over the pictures. And those always get repinned. People they're always so notice shareable. Yeah, yeah, they're so great. shareable. And, you know, I said I usually look over the description, the caption on there, and I don't want people to misconstrue that to think that that's not important because I think it's very important when people are searching for pins on Pinterest that you optimize that description with your keywords and phrases that you want to be found for. And one thing that's interesting, you know, on LinkedIn, if you click on a hashtag, it takes you to the Twitter feed for that hashtag. But on Pinterest, the way that they've integrated the hashtags is that um, it actually takes you to a feed of pins that include that hashtag. And I think that optimization of images on Pinterest is really underutilized because the vast majority of the people that are on there, you know, up until recently when the marketers are all starting to really jump on board, are just primarily women who are pinning, you know, fashion and recipe and design ideas. And, and they'll just put a period or love or want in the, in the description when they repin it. And, and from a marketing standpoint, you're missing out on a huge opportunity to be found within Pinterest internal search engine. Right. Right. That's brilliant. Well, Melissa, thanks so much for being on Rock the World with LinkedIn today and every time that you're on the show. Um, I love these expert segments with the folks over at Splash Media. You guys are a lot of fun and very, very knowledgeable. Well, thank you. We love doing it. Yeah. So, guys, um, find Melissa on Twitter at Aspen Rain. Probably everywhere she is, you'll find her at Aspen Rain. That's A S P E N R A Y N E. She is a splash um, on for Splash Media. She is a social media manager and an on-air talent and a co-host for SMTV. I think they work you guys to death over there. We wear a lot of hats. <laughs> we wear a lot of hats. That's great. Well, hey, we're on webmasterradio.fm every every Monday night at 7 o'clock Eastern, webmasterradio.fm, and you can hear Rock the World with LinkedIn 
Catch our archives on iTunes at rocktheworldradio.com. Thanks so much, Melissa. We'll see you again soon. And folks, we'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.